My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Thursday the 18th of May. I'm Sam. I'm Zara. This will not come as a surprise to anyone renting, but Australia is facing its tightest ever rental market. It's an absolute dumpster fire everywhere. It's, yeah, pretty fucked at the moment. The carpets around the skirting boards were black with mould. There was a tree growing into the toilet from outside. It was just not livable and it went so quickly. So when it comes to rental increases, rent bidding and more, what actually are your rights? And is there any relief on the way? We'll let you know in the deep dive, but first, Sarah, what's making headlines? Next week's Quad Leaders Summit in Sydney has been cancelled after US President Joe Biden pulled out of the event. Biden will instead have to return back home to the US to deal with those major issues relating to the debt ceiling that we spoke about last week. It hasn't been confirmed if Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi or Japanese PM Fumio Kishida will still make the trip. Police believe the deadly blaze at a hostel in Wellington, New Zealand could have been an arson attack. The update came on Wednesday afternoon, with police confirming they will look at multiple suspects who could have been involved in the fire. A homicide inquiry has now been launched. The driver of the truck that crashed into a bus carrying 45 children has been charged with dangerous driving causing serious injury. The crash occurred on Tuesday afternoon in Western Melbourne and resulted in 10 children being admitted to hospital and some having to undergo amputations. The bus driver suffered minor injuries. And today's good news, same-sex couples in Taiwan will now have the full rights to adopt a child together following the passing of new laws this week. Only heterosexual couples and single people were legally allowed to adopt children they were not biologically related to in Taiwan, meaning that only one parent in a same-sex couple could formally be the child's legal parent. It comes after Taiwan became the first Asian jurisdiction to legalise same-sex marriage back in 2019. We've all heard that rental prices are up and availability of rentals is down. But we want us to know a little bit more about what's been going on and, and how it's impacting you in the TDA audience. So, Sam, we put out a poll because we know that this is a big issue. We know that our audience cares a lot. And it's fair to say it was unsurprising that we were completely inundated with messages about rising prices. Definitely. We heard a lot of stories like this one from Denzel. G'day, friends. So when I lived in Darwin last year, my rent spiked from 480 to 520 20 when we signed an additional six months. And Denzel is not alone. At the time of recording this, 95.7% of respondents to our survey said they have seen a rent increase over the last year. That's an astonishing statistic. And one in five people had actually been forced to move because of a rent increase. They wanted to increase it by $200 to 950 And we just couldn't afford that. And as a result, we've had to move cities. Sydney's no longer affordable for us anymore. 
Now, this is not a problem unique to the TDA audience. It's supported by other data, with the latest PropTrack rental report saying that capital city rents in the last quarter are up 13% year on year. Before we go on, what actually are the rules here? I think I want to know how much are real estate agents and owners, landlords, actually allowed to increase the rent? Because we're hearing these stories, but I don't often hear about what the actual rules are. Well, it's complicated and it differs in different states and territories, but there are some basic principles that remain the same across the country. Ultimately, if you're on a fixed-term rental contract, so you've got a set period of your lease, your landlord can't generally raise your rent unless your contract has specific clauses that allow for it. But if you're on a periodic contract, so a month-to-month is the most common example there, or that fixed contract of yours is up for renewal, that's when your landlord can increase your rent legally. There are limits on how often this can happen, but it's only in the ACT that there are limits on how much your rent can go up by. We're going to throw a link to a post we did with more of the specifics in the show notes if you need it. One of the things that we often talk about on this podcast is the idea of supply and demand. And it's an issue that is also at the heart of rising prices. It's a lack of supply, right? Because if there were more rentals available, that would drive prices down. Totally. There is this one endemic issue that we know is holding back young Australians who are trying to find an affordable rental. There's some new stats from PropTrack that analyse rentals on realestate.com.au and they found a 10% month-on-month decrease in total listings available last month. And this is what we heard from the audience. It's so competitive at the moment that people are actually upping the advertised price just to get their offer over the line. They told us it was going to be listed for five fifty, and even before they put it on the market, they told us that someone had bid up to six twenty. So we were forced to <laughs> bid six twenty five, even though it wasn't even on the market. The real estate agent came back to us and said they really liked our application, but someone had put in an offer for eight fifty, which is hundred dollars more than the going price. We kept our offer at seven fifty, and then we did get the place. I do want to talk about that kind of rent bidding because I know that both the ACT and New South Wales have recently introduced new rules restricting the practice. Yeah. And that protections already existed in Victoria, Queensland and Tasmania. Why is this still happening if there are those protections in place? Well, I think for many people who were answering the questions yesterday, you don't know you're in a rent bidding practice until after the actual Mm. practice itself. I think a lot of people also don't know that term, Yeah, like that there is a name for that happening. Well, it's not like an auction where you can stand around and look at everyone else who's bidding. This is often a process done over the phone or over a number of days. Although new legislation which has been introduced to the New South Wales Senate could force agents to disclose when they've received offers above the advertised price if it passes. But interestingly, the messages that you just heard were describing rental bidding situations that took place in New South Wales before December of last year. The rule change on rental bidding only came into effect in New South Wales last December. And that means that if those situations that we just heard about were replicated right now, they would now be illegal. This would also be the case in the places you've mentioned where rent bidding rules already apply and South Australia is currently in the process of introducing similar legislation. The issue is, while these laws generally aim to stop real estate agents actively asking people to up their offer on rentals, they don't really do much to stop people, renters, from volunteering a higher offer themselves because they are so scared of being locked out of the rental market. 
And there does seem to be a lot of this happening. One in three respondents, Zara, that's a heck of a lot of people, to our survey said they offered more than the advertised weekly rent. Um, when we applied for this place, the rent was offered at uh, 700 I believe, and we offered $50 above the, uh, the renting price, and that's been pretty consistent. So my partner and I, we live in Brisbane and we just moved into a new apartment. It took ages to find one, an affordable one. <laughs> so yeah, it was really, really difficult and we were looking for almost six months. We always offered more rent, even though it's technically too much. But yeah, it's an absolute dumpster fire everywhere. So the important thing to know with rent bidding is that there are laws in place and you should check what the rules are in whatever state and territory you're in. But if you're in a state and territory that doesn't allow real estate agents to encourage bidding and you also have an experience of that happening, we definitely want to hear about it. So our DMs on Instagram are always open. Rent bidding is certainly making the situation worse by artificially inflating those prices. Yeah. But that doesn't actually address the root cause of the problem, as I said, which is a lack of supply. Not enough houses. Is the government doing anything to actually increase the availability of rentals in Australia? So we got that budget last week and there were some new tax benefits for people who invest in the construction of developments which are built specifically to be rentals. The budget also allows an additional $2 billion in loans for the construction of social and affordable housing, which the government says will see an extra 7,000 homes built. It takes time to build homes, let alone 7,000 of them, and there needs to be relief immediately, especially if you listen to some of the grabs we've included in this podcast. So is there any sort of immediate relief available? Well, the maximum amount of the Commonwealth rent assistance payment will increase by 15%, and that payment goes to welfare recipients who rent, including those on JobSeeker and the Age Pension. Now, in real terms, that increase is equivalent to about $31 a fortnight. But with the type of rent increases that we've heard about, not to mention the rising cost of groceries, petrol and life itself, it could be that that's not a huge relief to many. If you're not sure of your rental rights, there are tenants unions or advocacy bodies in every state and territory. I'll throw a link to where you can find those organisations in today's show notes. They can help you along if you feel like you're being treated unfairly or your rental is actually unsafe to live in. Thanks for joining us on The Daily Oz. If you learnt something from today's episode, don't forget to hit subscribe so there's a TDA episode waiting for you every weekday morning. We'll be back again tomorrow morning, but until then, have a brilliant day.